Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And because of my father, between the ages 7 through 15, I thought my name was Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Jesus Christ! And my brother Russell thought his name was Dammit. <laughs> Dammit, will you stop all that noise? Oh, Jesus Christ, sit down! <laughs> so one day I'm out playing in the rain. My father said, Dammit, will you get in here? I said, Dad, I'm Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's right, you guys. It's that time again. It's time for Laugh Your Peace Theater. It's a segment we do here on the Homeschool Podcast. We do it only once a month. Once a month we do a segment called Laugh Your Peace Theater where we play some stand-up comedy tracks. Each month is on a different theme, and today sort of is too. Okay? So, um, listen, it's November. November makes me think of Thanksgiving, bro. I don't know about you, but... uh... (laughs) (laughs) Of course it does. Thanksgiving's around the corner, just a couple of weeks out. Probably... Not even two weeks, all right? And um, I I love it, dude. I love the holiday season. Like, Halloween through Christmas is my favorite, bro. And uh, so it's November. So the theme today is in honor of Thanksgiving, which is not on one particular theme. Because when you go to Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is a... about food dude okay mm. it's a food holiday and and you get a buffet of different types of food there's not one kind right you got your turkey you got your stuffing you got your mashed potatoes your cranberry sauce you know some weirdos got some other thing that they do in their family and they bring it and you're like oh that's tradition okay you know I mean? <laughs> there's always one of those what's your favorite um i think i i think stuffing i love stuffing and mashed potatoes stuffing and mashed potatoes oh, are up there or so you know good. you got the uh you got the yams with the fucking mashed potato, not, not uh, marshmallows on top, right, mm-hmm. dude? Yeah. Um. So today's theme, instead of just giving you guys just one theme, I'm gonna give you like something on everything. Okay, we're gonna have we're we're gonna have some classics. We're gonna have some new ones that you might not have ever heard, and we're gonna have some stories. Okay, I got some stuff for you guys. It's gonna be fun. But before we start, this episode is brought to you by Too High McFly Podcast. All right, you guys, and the Too High McFly YouTube channel. All right, you guys, if you're looking for a podcast that is uh, about movies, movie talk, and uh, and just just uh, not just movies, TV shows, uh, you know, anything creative that's on the on on TV in general, right? Wouldn't you say? Yeah. How would, would you put it? Uh, just podcasts, just about uh, just movies and, and media. Just yeah. a lot of fun. Because the podcast on just like every topic that you guys are interested in. And uh, if you're looking for a good one on, on movies, TV shows, uh, and just a good discussion, check out Too High McFly. Um, all movies, I mean, not just like a certain genre. They just cover all movies and shows and um, even old ones and new ones. And uh, also check out the Too High McFly you, uh, YouTube channel where there's uh, funny sketches and uh, movie reviews. If you're looking for, like I said, podcasts on movies, you're looking for some people that you trust on movie reviews and, uh, you know, have a good discussion on it, then check out the Too High McFly podcast, right? You guys, you can click the link in the description to go over to YouTube. Also, this episode is brought to you by Masterclass. Masterclass is now available for monthly subscription. You no longer have to buy an entire class or the entire year all at once, okay? You can now pay monthly and cancel it anytime. So um, if there's a couple of classes on Masterclass you were thinking about taking, like maybe acting or writing, you know, uh, uh, screenplay writing, stand-up comedy. It's all on there, and you can actually just pay monthly. It's now t- uh, 20 bucks a month, and... <clears throat> 
you you just uh you know take your time on the classes you don't have to hurry up you can just take your time and when you're done with all of it you can just cancel it if you want and uh that's one way to do it or you could still buy the entire year and it makes a great gift for someone all right you guys so um go ahead and click the link in the description to click on masterclass uh and sign up and you're helping out the homeschool podcast and yourself at the same time all right you guys uh, don't forget to go to homeschoolpod.com for tour dates, t-shirts, and more sponsors so you can help out the Homeschool Podcast. So now it's time for Laughter Peace Theater, the once-a-month segment. We're going to play some stand-up comedy tracks for you. Like I said, there's no particular theme. I got a buffet of different stand-up comedy for you. I got some classics. I got some new ones. We're going to do some stories. It's going to be fun. And... Um, I'm excited because I think I have some for you, Kev, that you haven't heard yet. Well, good, because I already heard this Cosby one. We've had it on here before. <laughs> well, I mean, bro, <laughs> Just fucking with that you. was one of the classics. I know. And I wanted to open with it because it's short. And okay. it's also one of my favorite jokes like, of all time. That is really funny. It's fucking funny. All right, you guys. It's the Homeschool Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Let's have some fun. Please take your seats. School is now in session. Homeschool Podcast. Homeschool the homeschool podcast why because he was homeschool i don't want to do that <laughs> okay i don't want to do that at all it's the homeschool podcast i'm augustino zoida my co-host kevin Lyons is here hey how's it going buddy there's no guest. If you're new to the podcast, when we do Laughter Peace Theater segment, there's no guest. It's just me and Kevin, and we're playing some tracks. So when I came to the, uh, Kevin with this idea, I was like, hey, bro, I'll, uh, just a buffet of different of different comedy. Kevin didn't really seem to give a fuck what I did, but he said, just make me laugh. Just make me laugh. And buddy. I dare you or anyone at home to not laugh at these, I, I, it, at least one of them. I mean, we got some we got some classics here, bro. And we got some just great ones. Okay, you ready? Uh, dude, I'm stoked. Let's go. Make me laugh. That was a mandate. It is. Um, so I introduced you to Chad Daniels on here before, because I don't, I didn't, you didn't know about him until I did, and then you really liked him. Mm-hmm. Chad Daniels. I played a couple tracks for you. Remember when him and his kids were at IHOP mm-hmm. and the whole? Okay, so that one. Um, I don't think I ever played this one for you. At least I hope that I didn't. But. Um, I'm sorry if I did, but it's just really funny. It's one of my favorites from Chad Daniels. It's called the uh, Phone Racist, and and uh, I think that you're gonna like it, Kevin. If I ha- if you haven't heard already, I got accused of being racist three weeks ago on the telephone. I called the St. Louis Police Department because I had to pay a speeding ticket, and it was the last day that I could pay for it. And I talked to a woman for 45 minutes. And uh, I got cut off from her, but she had all my information. So when I called back, this other woman answered and goes, hey, can I help you? And I said, no, you may not. I need to speak with uh, the woman I was talking to earlier. She goes, did you get her name? And I said, no, I didn't. How many people work in there? She goes, oh, there's just eight of us. I go, great. I could probably narrow it down. She's black. Does that help? And the lady goes, how do you know she's black? And I said, well, because she sounded black. (laughs) And the woman I was talking to goes, sir, that is racist. And I said, well, I can tell that you're white. Because <laughs> that's what white ladies do. They play the racism card before they ask any sort of questions or anything. She didn't even ask what I meant by she sounded black. Here's the story. Here's what happened. I said, hey, my name is Chad Daniels. I have to pay for a speeding ticket. She said, I can't find it in the system. I said, maybe the speeding ticket fairy came and paid it for me. And she said, baby, there's no speeding ticket fairy. <laughs> I'm not saying all black women sound like that. I am saying zero white ones do. <laughs> Unless there's a bottle of Aunt Jemima on the table and they're being an asshole. <laughs> it's not like I meant she picked up the phone and she was like, what's up, motherfucker? What you want? What you want? <laughs> what you want? No. No. Because that could be a white guy with a backwards hat on. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. If you were walking down the street and you heard, what you want? And you turned around, there was a black guy and a white guy and an Asian guy. You wouldn't know. You could probably eliminate the Asian guy if we're being real honest about it. Because Asian gangster's a different kind of gangster, right? That's like butterfly knives and cars that go, like that. 
throwing stars and Tokyo drifting. You get it. You get it. I should stop talking. I'm gonna stop talking. Yeah. Yeah, I think I proved my point. I believe that racism comes from intent. I did not mean to hurt anyone's feelings. I only knew that I had to pay this ticket that day. It was gonna double in price and I was gonna have a bench worn out for my arrest. I also knew there were only eight women working there. I was talking to one of them, she was white, and the one I was talking to before was black. So God damn it, stop calling me racist, stick your arm out, roll your sleeve up, walk around to all the other desks. When it doesn't match, drop off the phone. <laughs> I have to pay this ticket. You guys are great, thank you very much. Dude, he's really funny. I've heard that before. Have you? I think we played it on here last time. I swear Not to God. last time. Maybe I don't like, know one of the times, but it's still so good. It's so funny to listen it's to. It's so funny. Do you know how many? You know, he has like four albums. Really? And the newest one came out in 2019. It's called Dad Chaniels. And it's fucking so funny. It's like his kids are like grown now, and, he, and it's like new stuff that he's dealing with them. It's really good. That's I funny. was trying to find one um, to play for you today, but I couldn't find it because I think it's too new. I couldn't find it online anywhere uh, where he took his son like on the road with him and he was in the green room and uh, there's a bunch of other comics. It was at a, it was at a comedy festival. There's a bunch of other comics in the green room. And they didn't know that that was his son. They thought it was like a really young comic and the other comic was like fucking with them. They were like, Oh, what are you 18? They're like, Oh, you're really going to kill the audience with your 18 year old material. Like, what are you going to talk about that? You live with your parents, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And they were like, dude, aren't you going to help your son out and like correct them? He was like, no, my son's got this. <laughs> and his son just was, his son goes, do you mind if I give you, um, uh, if, I, if I tell you what I liked about your comedy and he's like, yeah, go for it. And he goes, I like how you smile at the end of your punchlines, which lets the audience know that it's over because the punchlines didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny, but he goes into like this whole thing. About, that was his son. That was his son. Was like funny. he, he, he goes into this whole thing about just uh, taking his son on the road with them in like funny situations they were in while, while touring together. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. He's great, dude. I really like him. He's got like, I mean, that dude made a, like a career out of just like Pandora. Like he released his album on Pandora and it went like, like I got, people were just like, who the hell is this guy? He's so funny that he had to release like so many albums. He released like, like every year ever since he blew up. Oh wow. He's great. Yeah. He's such a, like an underdog. Like you don't hear anybody talking about him really, but he's so good. Why he- is that? Why would you think that is? Why isn't, I mean, he is really funny and he has yeah. all these albums. Why doesn't everybody know about him? Well, I think it's a matter of time before like Prime or Netflix offers him a special because you can't ignore the fact that his numbers are really high. Mm-hmm. But he's not like in mainstream media. He's not talked about. He doesn't live in Hollywood. I think that's a big part of it. He's not a like L.A. and New York is like the hot towns for comedy. He doesn't live in either of them. He lives. I forget where he lives. He's like in like Central America or something, you know. Oh, wow. And um, he's just he just makes a great living as a touring comic, dude. Like you know, he, where Central America is what? That's that's like between Mexico and South America. No, that's... I don't mean that. I mean like the mi- I mean like Middle America. I didn't mean Central. I meant you know what the fuck I mean. I just imagined him sitting in some hut somewhere, just writing a bunch no, of jokes. No, I, I forget right, where I he's you. from, but he's just like in. Uh, I don't know, but he's just like in some town. Like he, I'm sure he could move here, and he would be like, boom, all of a sudden, like at the store and at the improv every night. Mm. But, but, um, I think that he's just he just like tours. Like he just like he sells out everywhere. Like he makes a really good living, and it's because like his albums do really really well. Like, you know, it's weird. You just the media, you don't know about him. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't. Anyway, he's he's fucking funny. Um, but you have heard that one. Yeah, we probably played it before. I have a uh, a couple of I actually have a couple of John Mulaney bits pulled up because I wasn't sure if you heard any of these before. Okay. But I know that you like him, you've only heard a few from him. Um mm. have you ever heard the the New in Town? Like his his album's called New in Town. Have you ever heard the the bit on why it is? No. Okay, then what about the Delta Airlines bit? I probably heard that one before. I'm not sure though. Just play one, man. I'm Well, I'm hold excited. on a second. What about uh the story about no i have not heard that okay well i don't want to play three john mulaney bits so i'm trying to like narrow it down because these are all really great so i'm gonna play one maybe we'll play two maybe we'll play two so let me play um the new in town so his second album is called new in town and it's for this particular joke on the album i have a lot of strange interactions on the street years ago i was walking down the street and a homeless guy came up to me and he walked up to me and he pushed me like that he pushed me in the chest And then he said, these things in this order. He pushed me and he said, excuse me, I am homeless. 
I am gay. I have AIDS. I'm new in town. <laughs> You're gonna close with new in town? That is not the most dramatic thing that you just said. As they say in the movie Jerry Maguire, you had me at AIDS. <laughs> Here's how I would have ordered those things. I would have said, excuse me, I'm new in town, and it gets worse. <laughs> Didn't that guy practice his, like, pitch it all in the mirror that morning and just figure out what he was going to say? You know, just like in the morning, just be like, all right, what am I going to do today? What am I going to do? All right. I walk up and say hello. No, that's too subtle. I'm going to push him. I'm going to push him. And I'm going to say, I'm new in town. No, no, hold back, hold back. <laughs> Save it. Build to that. I'm going to walk up, so I'm going to push him. I go, I have AIDS. No, that's too strong. <laughs> All right. I'm going to walk up to him. I'll push him. I will start with the fact that I am homeless, as that is a given. <laughs> then for backstory, I will pepper in the fact that I am gay. <laughs> Which I know it's tough for gay youths on the street, but that's not like a reason for money. You can't be like, hey, would you help me out? I'm very gay. I'd like a few dollars. <laughs> I always love how he phrased it, by the way. He didn't say, I'm living on the street. He said, I'm new in town. <laughs> like it was intriguing. Like he wanted me to set him up with somebody. <laughs> like I have a friend who's like, there's no single guys left in Manhattan. And I'm like, I know someone who's new in town. <laughs> what are three other things about him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's Dude. funny. He's so funny. He's such a good writer. Yeah. That's one of those ones where you can see that like that was a real story that happened to him, but like how do you make it funny? You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you like sometimes like stuff happens and it's like that's so weird. I have to say it on stage and then sometimes you go stay on stage and it's not funny. It was just weird. Mm -hmm. And he's such a good writer. I feel like that's one of them. Like that happened and it's like so how do I rewrite this to make everyone realize how funny it is, you know? He, he's he's so good he's so good at writing dude did you like that one dude i like that one a lot that's so funny you haven't heard that one before, no, I right haven't. okay uh i think i'll play one more john mulaney but a little bit later okay okay so we're gonna head over to some classics and i'm gonna play this uh track from louis ck for louis ck all right here we go now the three-year-old is a different story the three-year-old here's her deal She's a three-year-old. That's really it. <laughs> She's three years old. The other day, I got in a fight with her. Whose fault is that? I'm 41. And she's three. It's always your fault with a three-year-old. Always. Because they are just what they are. They can't help it. Just tape the windows. It's a fucking hurricane. Just wait. Anytime you're like this with a three-year-old, don't you understand? You're an idiot. That's you being in it. Don't you understand? No, I don't, Dad. I haven't developed enough. You just have to wait. But it was partly her fault, because she wore me down. Let me tell you what happened. It was this horrible, horrible day. It started the night before, because she woke me up all night. Just woke me up every fucking, just 10 minutes. Just woke me up, just dad, with nothing. That's the worst part. Daddy! Whoa, whoa what is it? Um, oh, fuck you, you got nothing. <laughs> you bullshitter, you. <laughs> so now it's the next morning, I'm making breakfast, and I'm gone. I'm insane. I drank too much coffee to overcompensate, and I'm like, <laughs> I keep having these moments where it's like, <laughs> and there's nothing there, just nothing. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, Jesus. I'm making French toast. She's over there sitting in her little chair, just fucking anger, just pure, she's a little ball of anger. She's like, I want French toast! I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm making, honey. I'm making French toast. I'm bringing it over here. Give me syrup! Yes, of course, I give you syrup, I always do. I love you very much. Cut it for me! I'm happy to cut it for you. You're not asking nicely, but it's okay. I'll cut it for you, baby, I love you very much. Then she's looking at her plate, and she's literally going, because <sighs> she needs to be, want something, you know? She didn't, there's nothing logical for her to want, so she, her brain has to go somewhere crazy. 
So she's looking at her plate. She goes, I don't know which piece to eat. <laughs> and I'm still not engaging. I'm like, oh, I know, honey. That's hard. That's really hard. I'll just make a list of pros and cons for every piece, and I'll help you with it later. <laughs> and I look at her, and she's walking towards me now with the plate just vertical, with syrup fucking going on the floor. <laughs> she's like, help me! I'm not helping! And I'm standing there, like, looking at her. And I love her. And I'm proud of her, in a way. Because I know she'll never want for anything. She'll beat the shit out of people. She's... She'll kill people for meat after the apocalypse. She'll be one of those. <laughs> and then later I'm trying to get them dressed for school and now the clock's ticking and I'm like, uh, and I'm trying to put a sweater on her and it's impossible. The sweater has buttons that just don't exist. And I'm putting my fat fingers in her full of sweat and I have just tears going down my cheeks. <laughs> Crazy tears. I'm not crying, I'm like smiling with tears. Copious, I can't, I can't put on the sweater. I can't put on the sweater. I can't, I really can't do it. And she's going like this. So I give her a Fig Newton, just to immobilize her, just to stop it. Because she loves Fig Newtons. I go, here, honey, I have a Fig Newton. She goes, they're not called Fig Newtons. They're called Pig Newtons. <laughs> and I go, no, they're not. <laughs> They're called Fig Newtons. And right away in my head, I'm like, what are you doing? Why? What is to be gained? What do you care? Just, yeah, Pig Newtons, fine. Go ahead. Good luck to you. Go through life. See what kind of job you can hold down with shit like that clanging around your head. I don't care. I'll be dead. But for some reason, I engaged. No, honey. They're called Fig Newtons. She goes, now you don't know. <laughs> You don't know. They're called pig dunes. And I just, I, I feel this rage building inside. Just Because it's not that she's wrong. She's three. She's entitled to be wrong. But it's the fucking arrogance of this kid. No humility. No decent sense of self-doubt. She's not going like, Dad, I think those are pig newtons. Are you sure that you have it right? <laughs> She's not saying that, she's not going like, Dad, I'm pretty sure those are pig noons, which would be a little cunty, but acceptable. Mm -hmm. I can deal with that. <laughs> she's giving me nothing. Now, you don't know. Those are pig I'm like, really? I don't know? I don't know. Dude, I'm not even using my memory right now, okay? I'm reading the fucking box <laughs> that the shit came out of. It says it. Where are you getting your information? How do you fuck with me on this? <laughs> You're three and I'm 41. What are the odds that you're right and I'm wrong? <laughs> what are the sheer odds of that? And take a bite of the cookie. Does it taste like a pork cookie, motherfucker? <laughs> Why would they call it a pig Newton? What's, oh, it tastes like figs. Fucking interesting, that, isn't it? <laughs> I didn't say a word of that, obviously. But anyway, later. <laughs> so funny, dude. Dude, he's great. That's the classic, man. That's like, believe it, that's like his Hot Pocket, you know, for Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> dude, he called his production company Fig Newton Productions, Louis C.K. Just because of that bit? Because of that bit. Okay. And like, because this album was like one of the biggest ones, dude. The one hilarious. Mm -hmm. It's so good. And uh, anyway, yeah, at the end of the show, Louis and everything, and a bunch of other shows that he was a producer, I'd always say like Fig Newton at the end. But now those are all canceled. <laughs> <laughs> He'll he comes back and call it Pig Newton. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't heard that before, huh? It's no. It's pretty good. That's it's pretty funny. Um, let's see what else I got here. When's he going to have a special, you think? You think he's going to have one? Yes. That's just, when do you think that's going to happen? I don't know, but I don't think it's going to go to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Who would air it? Who would be not the first Prime. to break it down? Pro definitely not Amazon Prime. I wonder who would be the first to break it down, but what I think 
what is more probable is that I think that he'll probably just release it on his own website. I honestly like, think I honestly think Netflix would. Really? Well, because they're losing so much. But they they, they pulled off his old specials though, because they like don't want to be associated with it. Yeah. But you know what? They're losing a lot of content right now because of Disney Plus and all hmm. the other streaming services that I are taking know. back their own shit. So I could picture. I mean, because dude, Disney. I mean, Netflix. But they got is, Murphy special coming. Yeah, but Netflix is always like in debt. That's the yeah. thing. They spend so much I don't money. Know, dude. So I, bet I don't you, think a big network. Dude, I think a lot of people would watch it. Look Absolutely, they would. A lot of people. I, if would Netflix watch it. doesn't do it because of principle, they will be losing on yeah. tons of yeah. tons of people wanting to watch it for yeah. sure. Um, I think that he should do what he did the first time he ever released a special, which was he put it on his own website for five dollars, and he became like. A millionaire, dude. Like, that, uh, he should totally do that. That's what he's. That's what he should do. He may have no choice. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you watched that show, Good the Morning Show, yet? No. With Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. No. It's like a drama, dude. Oh wait, what is this on? It is on um, Netflix, Apple TV. Oh, no, 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 yeah, you have to have an Apple TV to watch it. It's like their network, but it's a new TV show, and it's like Steve Carell and Jennifer Aniston. I'm like, oh well, this will be a uh, you know silly, <laughs> dude. It's a drama, like hour long dramas, and it's about like they play like a host of a morning show, like a guy and a girl. They're like the stars of this morning show, but he gets like me tooed. And gets fired, and like now they're all like dealing with it, and then it cuts to like Steve Carell at home going like, "Those girls wanted to fuck me." It's like so crazy, bro. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. It's actually kind of interesting. Like I'm wondering what's gonna happen with it. You know, I'll check it out. Um, you come over and watch it. I got okay. Apple TV. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, uh, you ready for another one? Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to hear two more John Mulaney's or one more? I just want to hear whatever's funny. All right, so I'll play a John Mulaney, and then another one, and then we'll close with John all Mulaney. Right, How about all right, that? All right, let's do it. All right, so I'll play Delta Airlines for you. It's only a minute and a half. Ready? Yeah. Like Like I travel alone sometimes, you know, and I'll I'll, I'll put up with anything. Like I'll book a ticket. Sorry, just to give you a little backstory here because I think the video doesn't start in the right place, the one that I found online. He's talking about how things are better with his girlfriend. Like she more like fights for him in real life and he never sticks up for himself until he got a girlfriend, right? Okay garbage airline you know i don't want to name an actual airline so let's just make one up let's call it like delta airline so i'll book a ticket <laughs> on delta Airlines, and i'll show up at the airport and i go can i get on the plane now please and they go no it's delayed nine hours <laughs> <laughs> and i go okay and then i go to the bathroom and then i come out of the bathroom and i go any updates and they go yeah we took off while you were in the bathroom <laughs> because we hate you now take this meal voucher that doesn't work. Go, fetch. And I go, okay. And I go over to the Wolfgang Puck Express and I go, can I have a sandwich, please? And they go, no. And I go, okay. And they go, you're a little fat girl, aren't you? And I go, no. And they go, say it. And I go, I'm a little fat girl. <laughs> and then I go over to the Delta help desk, which is an oxymoron. And I go, can I please go home on an airplane? And they go, no. In fact, we're going to frame you for murder. <laughs> and you're going to go to jail for 30 years. And I go, why are you doing this to me? And they go, because we're Delta Airlines. And life is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> but with my girlfriend, she would just be like, let's see if Southwest has any flights. <laughs> so it's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great dude it's so great oh, like we're gonna frame you for murder yeah i can't even like ever go to the airport and see a sign that says delta airlines without getting that song stuck in my head <laughs> every time I, I like it when he goes on like because he's so strong like like as soon as he starts talking you're you're in what he's saying yeah but he can do those like little side tangents that not even tan- like when he's talking about when he went to the the chinese place and they're like can i have something like no you're a yeah. fat little girl aren't you no say it i'm a yeah. fat little girl so what, is, <laughs> what the fuck does that have to do with it but it's just so funny he's just exaggerating now yeah. How rude they are, and exaggerating how much he's like. Okay, well, I'll just do whatever you say. <laughs> you know, it's pretty funny. Um, let's see. All right, so this dude, I'm pretty confident. I'd have to say, if I had to take a bet, I'd bet money that you have not heard this or of this dude. Okay. But this is a great bit. All right. Okay, we're dealing with a story here. 
Um, this is a gentleman named Jay Larson who's very funny. I like the way he talks. I like listening to him tell stories. I think that he's uh, really good, really good at it. Um, and uh, I think that you are going to enjoy this. Let me just play it for you. Well, only time will tell. Let's see. Your cell phone rings. You don't recognize the number. What do you do? Ignore it. Ignore it. Send it to voicemail. Yeah, not this guy. I answer it. Yeah, exactly. Opportunity, potential. Who knows? Who knows what it is? The other day I was driving down the 405, traffic. Phone rings, 917, New York. I'm like, oh, I don't know the number. I hit talk. I go, hello. Guy on the other line goes, hey, Bruce, what's going on? My name's Jay, not Bruce. So clearly I go, nothing much, man. What's going on with you? <laughs> and he goes, I'll tell you what's going on. I just got an email about the budget. It's supposed to be 15000 Now it's 10000 I'd like to know what the hell's going on. And I grabbed the steering wheel. I was like, all right, fucking focus. Focus right now. Your name is Bruce. There's a budget. It's 15000 Now it's ten. No one's happy about it. Just get, go with this. Go with this. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, know ha- much I have heard he this before. Have you really? And I go, 10,000? It's supposed to be 15,000. He goes, yeah, well, I just got an email, and now it's 10. And I go, hey, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm on the road right now. I haven't even seen the email. And he goes, are you behind this? Did you send it out? Like, giving Bruce some attitude, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm like, no way I am taking that. There's no way. And I go, listen, bro, the budget was 15000 we had a couple extra expenditures. It went up to sixteen two. I reworked it, got it down to fourteen seven. We had three hundred to play with. I called it fifteen. I sent it out. He goes, "Yeah, well now it's 10. And I was like, "Oh my god, that worked!" <laughs> Stay focused. Stay focused. I'm not even enjoying it. You know what I mean? It, you, I can't even laugh. I have to stay. I'm like literally in it. I was just in it. He goes, "Did Larry okay this?" Now he's throwing Larry at me, yeah. So I go, listen, I took it to Larry. He said it looked fine, but I knew it was my ass on the line, so I ran it by Jennifer just in case. She said it looked good, I sent it out. He goes, yeah, well now it's 10. And I was like, this guy has no idea what's going on over there. He hasn't talked to Larry. He hasn't talked to Jennifer, I just made her up. Clearly he has not spoken to Bruce. He goes, listen, man, what are we going to do about this? I go, bro, I'm on the road right now. I haven't even seen the email. Why don't you call Larry, check in with him, see what's going on, give me a call back. <laughs> Literally, like, throwing the fishing line out, being like, please say yes, because that phone call return is going to be amazing. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, listen, why don't we wait till you get home, you check the email, you call Larry, you call me back. I go, nah, nah, bro. Larry knows way more about this than I do. Give him a call, call me back. He goes, okay, hangs up the phone. (laughs) To which I explode with euphoria. Because there's a small business in New York somewhere that's crumbling to the ground. Over $5,000, no one can find Bruce, no one's talked to Larry, and they don't know who the hell Jennifer is. I get home. I'm so excited. I call some friends, tell them what happened. I think to myself, you know what? I'm going to save that guy's number. Give him a call in a couple days. Check in. Touch base. See where we're at. I save the number on my phone under random guy. He's a random guy. I don't think about it. A couple days pass. No big deal. Laying on the couch, watching the game. Phone rings. Dining room table. Watching the game. Get up. Pick up the phone. Look down. Random guy. And I think to myself, random guy? I don't know any random guy. Who the hell's random guy? And then I was like, oh, random guy! <laughs> now I'm freaked out, you know what I mean? I'm in my house, they know where I'm at. People, people's lives have been affected. But this is who I am, you know what I mean? I started this thing, I'm gonna see it through to the end. That's how I saw this. Put in my earbuds, just to get a little distance, just get some distance, you know what I mean? I hit talk, I go, hello, same guy goes, hey, Larry, what's going on? Now he's calling me Larry. He knows what's up, but I'm not going to cave. You know what I mean? And I go, nothing much, man. What's going on with you? And he goes, listen, I got us on conference call with Janelle and Marie. 
<laughs> like I'm backing down from Janelle and Marie. <laughs> so I go, uh, hey ladies. Welcome to the call. As if to say, welcome to the show. Here we go. How long are we gonna lie for? How long do you want me to lie? Because I am gonna go all the way. Marie, she takes the lead. She goes, hey Larry, what time is it where you are? And I look at the clock and it's 5.30. And they're a New York company, so I go, 8.30. It's 8, they're like sprinkling more lies and like, I can fool them, I can fool them. She goes, really, what's the weather like? And I go, weather's nice, weather is nice. She goes, really, this doesn't sound like Larry. And I go, oh yeah, who's it sound like? And the guy who called both times, he chirps in. He's like, sounds like Bruce! <laughs> sounds like Bruce! <laughs> like he's gonna blow this case wide open. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like and I, go, I go, guys, this isn't Larry and this, and this isn't Bruce. And she goes, who is this? <laughs> and I was like, I'm just some dude who had nothing better to do than to mess with you guys. Marie did not like that. She got pissed. She started yelling at me. She's like, we're a small business trying. I'm like, oh, I know. She's like, you think this is a joke? And I was like, eh, a little bit. <laughs> she goes, let me ask you something. I go, no, you let me ask you something. <laughs> and she goes, what? And I go, where we at with the budget? <laughs> I should have taken that bet, man, because I totally heard that before. Yeah, I just realized it's at over 9 million views. <laughs> I'm like, damn, people, this thing got passed around, bro. I think I saw that on my own, too, on YouTube. Yeah, possibly. But uh, pretty funny, right? Yeah, dude, that was funny. Uh, let's see. What do we got left, man? You said uh, close it out with John Mulaney. Yeah, I think so. I think that's all we got left. Let me make sure I'm just not deleting the one we haven't played yet. Yeah, okay, cool. Let me play this. This is that Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I was watching something <laughs> else earlier. <there. laughs> you going to see his new movie? Dude, I am so excited to see it. I'm, I was going to go. I was I was out of town, but I was going to go this weekend. But uh, maybe I'll go see it this coming weekend. How was your trip? Uh, it was great. Nice. It was fucking great, dude. Um, it was a lot of fun. It was like, I was like really, really tired. I mean, I... I go there a lot, but like for some reason, like the way that the weather was, like with the it, with the elevation and stuff like that, I just got like really tired when I came back. Yeah. And I think it was because like we were there's so much of us and we we're trying to squeeze so many. Because my parents had never been there, and we were like we had like all these things we want to do, so we did them all in the short amount of time we were there. So everybody was like so tired, dude. I brought Carmine, my dog, with me, and he's been with me to Big Bear like a bunch of times, but never with like that many people. We were all sharing a house. So like we showed up first, and uh, and then all of a sudden my like uh, my sister and her and, and nieces and nephews and her husband came. My dog was just like losing his shit, like holy fuck, more people, you know what I mean? Like not only am I on a vacation, but more people. Then my mom and dad came, and he was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like bro, his excitement level. And then like my other sister and her boyfriend came. It was like nuts, dude. And then I kept seeing that like he was in the corner of the room, like he kept like looking at the door, like going like, "Where the fuck is Kev?" You know what I mean? <laughs> like he was wait- like you just knew he was waiting for you because yeah. like when you come over the house all the time he gets so excited yeah yeah um but he had like i think carmine thinks that he's like a therapy dog you know <laughs> but he's really the one that needs the therapy yeah. <laughs> like whenever like he goes and sits next to everybody and it's always just like i'm right here i'm right here you know but there was so many people in the house and it was, like, it was like so much for him to do that he was like beat bro yeah he was beat by like saturday late at night he was passed out like by the fireplace like dude passed the fuck out and then we drove home i got home at like maybe one o'clock on sunday afternoon and like you know unloaded and everything so like two o'clock he was on his chair asleep and he slept until 7 p.m woke up ate his dinner went back to sleep and didn't wake up again until this morning like he was just fucking tuckered out bro Oh, that little guy yeah um but it was a good time it was a good time it's important to you know get the family together it's like hard to do but but yeah, you got you've been planning that for a long time. It was a lot of fun, dude. Um let's see. Uh here we go. All right, so I'm going to play the last track for you. All the John Mulaney clips I played for you guys today have been from this one album, which I think uh is one of his best. It's uh that from the album New in Town, his first album. Um was just a CD, not a special. That one I think is like so great, and this one I think is like the best. And um 
I'm, I've been playing all of them from this album. I don't think that uh, I wasn't trying to make this like a John Mulaney theme thing. I wanted to give you guys a bunch of different stuff, but I just wanted to play the, some of my favorites that stood out. And I'm also like trying to think of stuff that you haven't heard before, you know. And I think that you have not heard this particular story, but I've been wrong so far. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, it's one of my favorite stories that he does. Let's have a listen. Another story I heard about myself. This one happened in high school. Uh, we had this teacher in high school whose kid went to our high school. His name was Mr. McNamara, and his son, Jake McNamara, went to our high school. He was a sophomore when I was a senior, so he you was heard two years behind you. me. And Mr. McNamara was an asshole. <laughs> and one weekend, he and his wife decided to leave town, which you should never do if you're an asshole. <laughs> and Jake McNamara decided to throw a party at the teacher's house. Hooray! <laughs> And everyone around town heard about it, and we all got up individually and thought, okay, let's go over there and destroy the place. <laughs> I walked into this party, everyone I had ever met was there, and everyone was drinking like it was the end of the world. People were drinking like it was the Civil War and a doctor was coming to saw our legs off. <laughs> it was totally unsupervised. We were like dogs without horses. We were running wild. <laughs> That's like a callback to down. an earlier bit. I walked down to the basement. They had a pool table in the basement. One dude took a running start and threw his body onto the pool table and broke it in half. <laughs> Another kid found out which room was Mr. McNamara's and went upstairs and took a shit on his computer. <laughs> <laughs> so the party was going great. <laughs> I'm standing in the basement, and I'm holding a red cup. You've seen movies. And I'm standing there, and I'm holding a red cup, and I'm starting to black out. And I guess someone said, like, something, something, police. And in a brilliant moment of word association, I yelled, fuck the police! Fuck the police! And everyone else joined in. A hundred drunk white children yelling, fuck, duh, police. With the confidence of guys who have like already been to jail and aren't afraid of it anymore. You know, that like, I serve my nickel, you come and take me, confidence. <laughs> but white children. The reason someone had said something, something, police was because the police were there. <laughs> so a Chicago police officer walked down the stairs and got to the bottom in the basement and looked out over a sea of drunk toddlers yelling, fuck the police, in his face. And he was almost impressed. He was like, wow. And then he leaned into his walkie-talkie and went, get the paddy wagon. <laughs> and my friend John, who is now a father, this man now has a baby, he grabbed a 40, smashed it on the ground, and yelled, scatter! <laughs> yeah. And everyone ran in a different direction. We all ran in different directions. It was like that scene in Ratatouille when the humans come in the kitchen and all the rats go in different ways. We all ran in different directions. I ran into the laundry room and I jumped up on the washing machine and I crawled out through a window into the backyard and now I'm running through the backyard and there was this big chain link fence and I thought, I've never climbed a fence that high before. And then I woke up at home. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday, I went to school because that's what we did back then. And I'm walking into the school building, and who do I see but Jake McNamara? And he says to me, hey, were you at my party on Saturday? And I said, no. You know, like a liar. <laughs> and he said, things got really out of hand. Someone broke the pool table. Someone took a shit on my dad's computer. But the worst thing, he says, the worst thing is that someone stole these old antique photos of my grandmother, and my parents are freaking out about it. And I had that thought that only blackout drunks and Steve Urkel can have. <laughs> Did I do that? Did I do that? I figured, no, I wouldn't have done that. But I was never sure until two years later. Relax. I'm playing video games with this kid named Alex that we also went to high school with. It's two years later, we've graduated by now. We're playing video games for a couple hours. And then Alex says to me, hey, come here. 
I want to show you something. And he takes me into his bedroom, and then he takes me into a side room off of his bedroom. Never a good thing to have. And he shows me a tiny room that is covered wall to wall in stolen antique photos from different people's parties over the years. And I said, why? Why do you do this? And Alex said, because it's the one thing you can't replace. <laughs> That's the end of that story, but how fucked up is that, right? That's crazy. So I don't drink anymore. <laughs> Dude, how funny is that? Dude, that was really funny. So good. Oh, I love it. He's like, somebody broke the pool table, and then somebody went upstairs, found his computer, and took a shit on it. So the party's going great. <laughs> so good dude um i just like i like his voice in the the tone of how he talks it's almost like a old old guy old timey voice recorder yeah you know what i'm talking about i like it and it fits him i think i like that that he always wears like a suit on stage it kind of fits his persona yeah yeah he's really sharp dressed you know and uh he talks he's he's well spoken and obviously well written i love his stories so Uh great remember that one i played for you once when he went to the doctor Oh yeah, that, that with was the Batman. Yeah, yeah that that's funny. the same album actually. It's like I think the closer of this of this album. So, um, guys, uh, check out some live comedy. Obviously, you know there's stuff out there that you might be missing, and uh, you know there's there's big names like these guys, and there's other ones that you haven't heard of. Just go to your local comedy club, make sure you support, and um, it, you know that this was from new in town. You guys can listen to the whole album. You probably noticed on there that he had, he said something about dogs and horses. It didn't make sense. It was a callback from an earlier joke. Go check out the whole album. You know, it's actually on the whole thing's on YouTube or do whatever. Um, or, you know, see when they're going to be near you to people you like. It's supporting live comedy is, is, is awesome. You guys, you know, it keeps it going. It's an important thing. That's right. Don't you think, Kev? Especially when it's about shitting on people's computers, <laughs> dude. These were fun. Come on, you gotta admit these oh, no, were yeah. fun. Th- those were that was a, that was a lot of fun, man. I had a lot of fun doing that. Even though I've heard some of those before, but they yeah. were just so good that you could just hear them all. It's the time. great, right? Yeah, that wrong phone call one. Like I've, I, I can listen to that all the time because yeah. it's just, uh, it's just so funny, you mm-hmm. know. That's like one of those ones where, like, I feel like I would have been like forever trying to find an ending for that story like sometimes these stories it's so hard to find. it's like god the whole bit itself is so good but like the ending is like oh sometimes a joke is so good itself that the ending is not gonna be anywhere near what do you do in those situations you just like just don't end it and just go on a tangent and switch to something else um i've tried to i mean i don't know what you do dude i know that i always try to just like come up with the best possible way to end it like if it's if the ending's not gonna be as funny as the whole entire bit and story then at least make it a good ending then if it's not gonna be as funny at least make it like feel like a close like an end so that's what i'll try to do um but anyway you guys thanks for tuning in uh we do this once a month laughter piece theater it's it's a segment only on homeschool podcasts we do it once a month so until next month but um of course obviously we'll be back twice a week with the regular homeschool podcast episodes we have a guest coming up towards the end of this week and um if you're new please subscribe don't forget to subscribe we love the reviews on uh you know itunes or wherever it is that you that you guys listen five star reviews are super helpful and so are um uh, supporting the sponsors go to homeschoolpod.com click on sponsors do your amazon shopping on there and you help us that way um you can buy your t-shirts on there and check out the tour dates speaking of live comedy you guys can see me and uh just go to homeschoolpod.com click on tour this coming weekend um i'm at the haha comedy club all weekend i'm there on friday and saturday so um you can uh you can go to my website for for tickets to that and um sunday i'm at some bar in uh in hollywood i honestly have no idea where it is but it's on the website (laughs) um and I'm excited because I have a couple of new stories and bits myself that have been going really, really great. And um, I even have some new ideas that popped into my head today 
that I haven't even tried yet. So I'm definitely going to hit like a little bar show this week at one point and work it all out. So I'm excited. So if you guys can come out this weekend, you'll hear some of it. And uh, that's pretty much it. Kevin is at the real Kev Lions on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Augustino Zoid on everything. The, the website is homeschoolpod.com. Links to our social media, everything. All right, you guys. Uh, thank you, Kevin, for sitting here with me and listening to comedy. You're welcome, buddy. And thank you guys for joining us every month for Laughter Peace Theater and uh, every week for our homeschool podcast episodes. We hope that you're having a great week. Get out there. Have some fun. Enjoy the month of November. And uh, we'll see you next time. Someone in your way, yeah. and it's you.